Who are the leaders in the 49ers clubhouse? Now, we know what that term means, but we're going to take a look and see who's at the top of each position right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. I got the GOAT. John Chapman is back, baby. Let's have some fun. You guys stick around. We're going to get ready to get going, baby. Breezy this, breezy that. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. What's going on, Faithful? It's your boy, Wayne Breezy. It's the one and only John Chapman. Switch, switch. John, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. I've been out of town. I'm about to go back out of town. But I, I, I corralled all the travel plans, which I'm not good at, because this show is one of the highlights of my week, because I don't have to do all the prep work. <laughs> And Wayne brings the energy, and we're just going to have fun and talk football, man. So shout out to everybody in the chat. This is going to be a fun episode. It's definitely going to be a fun episode. John, you ain't – I was going to use the crap word, but I'm not. Uh, but I do appreciate you for holding out until we got through this show. It's been a minute. We haven't – we didn't get a chance to get to him last week. We had things we had to do. I think I had to go to a funeral. You were out of town enjoying the wonderful weather in Mexico. Just curious because, well, I guess out on the West Coast, you guys aren't getting that thick smog. We're having these fires yeah. from, like, Canada. So, like, the air quality here – is so bad bro like it's just bad it's like even when the sky and you know the sun is out it's shining like the sky is still gray it's like dark gray too on top of that so it's weird you ever it's experienced no good, anything man. like hoping, that yeah out here in california when we first moved out here it was happening a lot so california we get that kind of a lot but it, it sucks period no matter who it happens to and man a lot of empathy for you guys hopefully it gets better Appreciate you, brother. Listen, we're not going to be before you long. I know I sound like a preacher right now, but I'm dead serious. John has to fly literally away very shortly. So we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. But before we do, I got to give a shout out to the Breezy Bunch members. Shout out to Eddie G. He's in the place to be. Shout out to all the Countdown crew members who are watching on your stream. I appreciate them. Jax Knox is in the building. Good morning, Wayne and John and the faithful. Hope everyone is having a great Friday. Let's have a great show with two of my favorites. Christy Marie is in the building. What's going on, Christy? This is our guy. Oh, royalty. Royalties in the building. All right, shout out to my boy E, who is holding down two, not one, but two at the same dang time. Shout out to you, E, man. Happy belated birthday to you, brother. I hope all is well. Can't wait to chop it up with you. And Pittsburgh, Troy's in the building. All right, Troy's in the building. My man Colin is in the building. Marty Mar, 49er Empire, is in the building. Troy, I hope everything is going well with you. My brother, Ronnie, 33, is in the building. Big Papa, never saw for then. Take it to the church, Rob the Preacher, for the offering. Listen, I could quote Biggie lines all day. What's going on, Big Papa? Uncle Scott Hill's in the building as well. My man, don't don't bother me is in the building. Joke is in the building. And if I missed anybody else that's a member of Coach Cruz is in the building. And I'm ho okay. I hope I didn't miss anybody else. But, John, it's really good to have you here. Shout out to the Breezy's Bunch members. Ear horns all around for you guys. John, I want to get down to the nitty-gritty of the show. Uh, guys, already make sure you hit that like button on both streams. If you're not already subscribed to the Wayne Breezy channel, make sure you do so. If you're not subscribed to the 49ers Rush channel, make sure you do so. It's simple. You just click the subscribe button. It's real easy. And, John, they could become members of both of our shows, so that's really cool as well by just clicking join. So make sure you guys go ahead and do that as well. Latest in 49ers news, John. I haven't been here all week long. I think I was here Monday. Haven't really got a chance to talk about some of the things that are going down with the 49ers. But there is a little bit of news that has ha happened since you've been gone. All right, so let's talk about this a little bit. The 49ers signed defensive lineman Daryl Johnson. Uh, you know, he played for, I believe he played for Buffalo at one point, played for a couple of things. Uh, any insight? Cause you're the insight guy. Any insight on this particular young fella right here? Yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy because he got traded for by the Carolina Panthers. They traded for him. Guess who was with Carolina Panthers? Uh, a, that's right. Our new DC. So, uh, you got a little bit of a track record there. He hasn't played much. 
Uh, fun guy. He's young still. I think he's 26 years old. Yeah, just turned 26. He's out of North Carolina A&T. And, you know, it's, I typed in all of his workout metrics. He's a big dude. D-line, 6'6", 253. I typed in all of his stuff on mockdraftable.com, and he has his closest comp out of the entire history of defensive linemen is none other than Aaron Lynch, who the 49ers, again, they got a tight. What the hell is that shit? <laughs> so uh, the 49ers got a type. There's a Venn diagram somewhere with Steve White and – Kyle Shedahead, and right in the middle is Daryl Johnson. Do I think he's going to make the 53? No, but this is the time of year where you start cycling guys, and you just bring in as many as you can so that they can get familiar with the system, you can get familiar with them, because you only have 90 people on your roster, but that's not enough. You need to have about 115, 120 that you're comfortable with, and so this is where the cycling of the back end of the roster will begin. I agree, man. And, and and again, like you said, it's all about cycling. They're also bringing in guys that have some type of familiarity with the system. All right. And so when you see some of these guys that you've never really heard of, uh, it's, it's OK, because we know I, I would say this. And Steve Wilkes, we trust. Uh, sounds I think like I a, said White earlier. I apologize. You did say White earlier, me. but I knew you meant My Wilkes. Bad. And it's all good, man. It ain't no, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we knew what you meant, dog. Uh, but no, seriously, man, this is this is really good news uh, for the 49ers because they're going to bring in somebody who has some type of familiarity with the system. And there's one thing. I don't know if you got a chance to watch Steve Wilkes pressers. But there's one thing that I felt like he made sure he said over and over again, and it starts up front. It starts up front. So he's going to make sure that he's bringing in guys that like are familiar. I hate when my phone rings. Like, why did this phone ring? Who has this number? Damn Who it. has their phone's notifications on? I have never heard my phone ring in my life. I but don't... I will say this. At the wedding I was at, the groom gave me his phone, and his phone went off during the wedding in my pocket. That's official. It was his phone. That's official. Now, <laughs> I listened to me. I was like, it's his phone. There's, there's a reason why my phone is ringing. So every morning, my son wants to play Mario Kart, and so he can't play it without the sound. So... I forget to turn the sound off. Technically, he forgets to turn the sound off, but that's why my joint was ringing. Listen, like uh, like you said earlier about uh, Daryl Johnson, another piece that the 49ers are going to have, God forbid there's a situation and somebody goes down in camp, they're going to make sure that they got the familiar guy, guy that kind of got li a little acclimated to some of the system. And you heard Steve Wilkes say, again, that they've been installing since day one. they just reiterating things as they continue to go along. John, when does training camp begin july what do you know they haven't set the official date that's what i yet. thought that's it's what i the thought last week of july probably okay. going to be july 27th if i had to guess yeah until august don't you can hold me on that whatever but that's my guess i was looking for the official date it's not been released yet uh but once we get it guys we'll make sure we get it out to you let's talk about they waived wide receiver shay wyatt wasn't that the kid that we were all hyped up he had this he put out that video is that is this that kid? No, 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 no. That was no. That's a different guy. Okay. Uh, Shay Wyatt was a fun kid. He was fun. I had him number eighty four on our roster countdown. Um, th there was a lot to like about him, but you know, Kyle even talked about it. He echoed your words. Kyle hmm. Shanahan listens to our show, and Wade told us two weeks ago we have too many damn wide receivers. Too many. And the very next day they cut one wide receiver, and now they cut another. And Kyle said in his presser, "We were just a little too thick at wide receiver, and we wanted to." get some numbers elsewhere that's what he said i mean even though he said that they're still working out two more so yeah. they, they're working out wide receiver jason moore and they brought back jacor pearson for the second time so what what is kyle trying to what is again this is for future i believe like you know god forbid something goes down you kind of got guys that can mirror some of the players that are already on here but what are your thoughts about these two guys why are we still working out wide receivers I don't think the 49ers are happy with their back-end roster. That's why there's so many. They're Ooh. hoping somebody separates. I think your first five or six are pretty clear. But whenever you're looking at guys, like I'm just going to list through some of these names. Chris Conley, Daz Newsom, Willie Sneed. You got your veterans, but then you got your unproven, higher-talented guys. Tay Martin, they like. Tyron Johnson, Isaiah Winstead. That's the guy you were referencing earlier. They're wanting somebody Winstead, to pop yes, off that. thank you. 
and maybe they're not getting the pop that they want. And so even though there's a lot of numbers, that back end, I think they're looking for a high-end developmental guy for next year, and I'm not sure they found it yet. So that's this cycling is going to continue. I don't think it's going to stop. So potentially these are the guys that are going to be not just depth, but depth from the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Because yes, you 100%. just said you mentioned six guys. I feel like Chris Conley had had a pretty decent camp. He should. Uh, he's an experienced vet with high-end traits and size. He's bigger and faster than almost anybody else we got in that room. But that that doesn't always. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got you. CJ Leach says, did Pearson come in for more than just one day? He's there for his second visit. Uh, yeah. This is his second workout. So this they don't may- have to release that information. Usually that information comes out of the agent's side. Correct. Uh, trying to build up buzz. But again, <clears throat> yeah, we, that that's I can't confirm nor deny or and I don't want to be an insider. That's just one thing I just no interest in whatsoever. That's not me. That's not me. I, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, and so that's the latest in 49ers news. You talked about Aaron Lynch. Is this a good thing? Or a bad thing because Aaron Lynch was supposed to kind of he had the physique, he had the long arms like uh Alden Smith, but he was nowhere near an Alden Smith. And so, who is? Who is? I know, but but he was we, nothing for us as well. Like <laughs> Right. We got him in the fifth round. You know what I mean? Right. It's hit we or got miss. Him in the fifth round and I, I could dig he had it. 15 sacks with us. That's pretty damn good. Like okay. I, but yeah, is is this guy? Is Aaron Lynch? Was he a you know multi year starter for us? Probably shouldn't have been. We were just some bad teams. But his first years, he had six sacks his rookie year, six and a half his second year. That's badass. That would have been second uh, on our team last year. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm curious. Whenever you guys in the chat hear the name Aaron Lynch, like, how do you feel? Is it just like? All I right. mean, it's, I, I don't know how you can compare a guy with two sacks to a guy with 15 sacks. Yeah, that was just their athletic build. You know, Got you. Height, weight, arm length, 40, vertical. Like, they're just similar, comparable athletic profiles. Doesn't mean they play similarly. Um, but Because yeah. one, one lines up on the inside, one lined up on the outside, though, right? No, they're both outside players. No, six six two fifty is Daryl Johnson. Like, he's oh, he's an outside guy. End. Okay, yeah, he's a defensive end guy. He's not going to play inside. We got to do um, a quick pause, John, real quick because I just see on the flash on my screen we have Jax Knox, who has been a member of the Breezy's Bunch for the past six months. That's half a year, John. She's been a platinum Breezy's Bunch member. Shout out to you, Jax Knox. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. All right, I look. I, I thought to bring that up because I'm just curious. Like, they compared him from an athletic build, but I'm just looking at the guy's production. We talk about Daryl Johnson. It's not much, man. It's, you know, I pulled up his his PFF numbers. I'm looking now, bro. Yeah, uh, it's not great. Yeah, but he hasn't played much the last two years. Like, let's just no. be real. He's played 72 snaps the last two years. Carolina traded a six round pick for him and then didn't play him. And then he was on Seattle last year, and one of the games he did play in was against us in week two. He got 18 snaps. He did have one tackle, uh, one solo stop, but he hasn't done much. He just hasn't done much. Okay. All right. Well, hey, listen, they got another person in here. Again, that's familiar with Steve Wilkes. We'll see what happens. Here's the interesting thing, uh, and and I know we're not really breaking down the pressers, but uh, – Another interesting take from Nick Bosa. He talked about um, something that was very important as far as like the depth and the rotation of the defensive line. And he mentioned like how last year, you know, even though they had the rotation, like those, they were rotating new guys like often because guys kept getting injured. And it was, he said that it's harder when you're working from the interior than it is from the exterior. So I just wanted to get your thoughts about that because the 49ers made sure they brought back T.Y. McGill, Kevin Givens. These are guys that were rotational pieces last year. 
who won't be necessarily new to the system or things like that. So now they got familiar rotation back. What are your thoughts about the defensive line just being like the key to unlocking the well, Lockness monster? That was my favorite in of all the interviews. We got like this. We just got bum rushed with facts. All, so many uh, interviews facts. in a row it was incredible. But I was out of town, whatever. But I've, I've been going through them. That was my favorite question or answer of the, all of them. And he was just talking about the difference between defensive tackles and the outside rushers, the defensive ends or the edge players. And he was like, defensive tackles more imposing on us because a lot of that has to do with the alignment that the 49ers play with. We play with the true 4-3 or mm -hmm. a nickel package. We don't do five men defensive fronts like most teams in the NFL are doing now. We don't do six men, which means our defensive tackles are they're getting double teamed at such a high rate. And so whenever they're doing that duo run game up the middle, think about the Falcons, you think about the Chiefs game. And we had all these backups in there, just guys off the street. We lost five defensive tackles by the time we were at that point in the game. Facts. And it was just, there's nothing we could do. There was nothing we could do. And made the Atlanta Falcons look like a good football team, which is a shame on us. But now you turned your weakness then into, into the biggest strength on the strength. roster. Mm-hmm. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Yeah. And, and it started by getting Javon Hargrave. And then when you, I mean, Javon Hargrave. And then when you got him, like all of, all of a sudden, you already got stronger because now you don't have to necessarily depend on your rotation as much. So when they do come in, in the words of cooling the gang, they're fresh, right? They're fresh, like fresh rotation. And that is key. Like you got to add that word right in front of, you know, rotation. You got to hit them with the, you know, adjective or adverb, whatever you want to call it. It's that adjective, I think. Fresh. That is the key this year to the 49ers because I feel like the depth – I put this out on Twitter earlier. I don't know if you've seen, seen it, but I know we lost some key players, and I just want to get your take on this. We lost some key players, right? Some key players. We lost some depth to this team. But why do I feel like the depth now is better than the depth that we lost? Which is weird because we haven't seen a lot of it play. play a lot of them play. A lot of the depth play. The only area I would probably say would not hold true in that is the defensive end spot going from Omenihue. Because we don't know. Those guys. Yeah, we don't know. But, 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 we, but we last year we were saying the same damn thing about the offensive guards, remember? Facts. Oh, Lakin's gone. What are we going to do? Brunskill's injured. Facts. We, we, we don't know. Alex Mack's gone. And all three of those were just freaking solid. Solid. Now those question marks have, have transitioned to – the one defensive end spot not played by Nick Bosa, and then where? Where? But here's the thing, John. What did we get from them? We got yeah. four and a half, four sacks. The, 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 it, it's not like we lost. They were good my, run defenders. They I were great run defenders. No one, to me, Samson Ebukam set the edge really well. Yes. Samson, and Charles, Samson. Yeah, and, and then Charles Amenahu was probably the best two-way player last year. I mean, inside not outside. offense and defense, inside out, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing. Like, I feel, I know we got newer pieces, and I understand that can be the question mark, but if I get a minimum of that production, we good. Yeah, uh, I, the defense could be better. 
that's weird whenever you realize you lost three defensive ends, you lost Jimmy Ward, you lost disease, and you could improve. That's crazy to me. Javon Hargrave's that damn good. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Never mind the players that we lost, John. We lost our defensive coordinator, who was the defensive coordinator of the year. We we lost him, right? And I feel like, I I know this is tough to say. Say it. Don't, come on now. But I feel like we got better at defensive coordinating. Hear me out. Number one, I felt like the front was always the strength of the team. And, and 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 it always will be the strength of the team. And you hear Steve Wilkes saying over and over again, okay, you know, up front. starts up front. Everything starts up front. Cool. But where does Steve Wilkes' strength lie, John? The godfather of the DBs, baby. You heard Diamador Lenore say. I loved it, it. I loved it. He had a good pressure, too. It starts he, – he, he's there in the backfield. So imagine – and Steve Wilkes said this, not Wayne Breezy, but he likes what he sees from Ambry Thomas. Let that shit sink in one time for your mind. I didn't say he it. He did. That's what he said. So I'm he also curious. said huh? we gotta wait and see till those pads come on. If he can we do, do it. gotta wait to see. There's the we do gotta wait to and that goes for everybody because yeah. he said the Amador Lenora looks really well. We know Mooney Ward is pretty much a lock, but 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 he still struggles in zone. Like, if you look at his breakdowns and where he struggled last year, it was in zone. And it doesn't mean it was just all on him. It's communication, right? Safety not where he's supposed to be, blah, 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 blah. But my, my point is that I feel like you bring in Steve Wilkes. What a great freaking hire. And I know we haven't seen it yet, but if he is who he say he is and who we think he is, that secondary, that miscommunication, those, those players being out of position, that wasn't D'Amico Ryan's strength as a coordinator. And that just, was the one thing that Wilkes said he wants to focus on, limiting explosive plays. That That's where we got to fix. That's what he and said. And so remember this, and this is the craziest thing to me, that the Niners chose Wilkes over Fangio. They chose him over Fangio. And I know that's like a weird, like, why would you do that? Because they chose the system plus DB coach over shifting everything and changing whatever else. Niners chose him. Right or wrong, we don't know yet. They haven't played it. But, man, I'm pumped about this, man. I'm just – we had the best defense of probably the last decade. Decade. In the NFL. Last they year. Could, they could. Not saying they will. They It's it's tough to replicate defensive success okay. over and over again. That's difficult. So it's hard to sustain that is what you're saying. It's really hard to have okay. the same defense at the top over periods of time there's teams that have accomplished it but it's very rare very rare so well, we'll see. yeah because because you're always adding in new pieces you're losing some of your pieces and then you have to kind of try to replicate even though you might have a core it still takes time for the for everything to gel so that makes perfect sense unless that is unless that's what a team focused on we're just going to focus on our defense like i felt like the ravens defense stayed that defense stayed at the top yeah. for at least five to seven years. Like they would just, as long as they had Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and you can mention anybody else to yep. plug and play in that joint, but they had those. Brandon two Williams, I thought that. Oh that my gosh. Was an absolute stuff. Oh man. my gosh. I mean, Haloti, Nada, like they had, you, they had, you know, I like where we are. I think yeah. they added the right piece. They added in the anchor of the middle of the interior. I think this boosts up the play of Eric Armstead. I think this frees up and gives the depth more time to recover and be fresh when they got to come out there. The depth is more familiar with the system as well as well as playing up front because Chris Kosirik is still there. So even if it's a different system, go ahead, even know, though it's not. I, I love what you brought up. In, in my head, the fat gerbils running on his you know rusty you know will or whatever. Like, the Niners, you're like, okay, you look at the Ravens, who I freaking hate, um, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed, right? These two, like, Hall <laughs> They're of just Famers, staples, incredible. man. Yeah. Now, even Wilkes talked about Bosa. His job now is to fortify Bosa's legacy. Legacy. If Bosa continues down this stretch, he's a Hall of Famer. Fred Warner is just on the outside cusp of that. It's pretty hard to get in as a Hall of Famer, as a linebacker. It's one of the most difficult positions to make. But he's if this he's on you, the route. You think he's on the cusp, bro? 
Well, I don't think he is yet. I'm saying if this trajectory continues, I, I, I don't think tough. he's there yet. Really? But he's the best coverage linebacker in the, in the NFL. He's. I'm, I think it's pretty damn hard to become, you know, a Hall of Famer. I mean, look at Patrick Willis, right? Like Patrick Willis still not in. But he also I mean? didn't play. I think the only reason why there's two reasons why Patrick Willis isn't in the Hall of Fame. We weren't scripting this, guys. I apologize. I'm oh yeah, sorry, guys. World. We're this going on a me. different tangent. My bad. I'm missing my flight. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll, we'll end this in 30 seconds. There are two reasons why Patrick Willis isn't in the Hall of Fame. Number one, he didn't play long enough, which I think is BS. And number two, he doesn't have a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he campaigns for everybody else because he's the nicest guy in the world. And then he campaigns for everybody else because he is the nicest guy in the world. John, let's talk about injuries. Uh, guys, I see your super chats. Don't think I'm overlooking them. We're just on a super strict script. Well, we're going to finish the show with those guys. And yeah. then we'll finish the show with the super chats, okay? So if you guys want to give super chats, be our guest. All right, we appreciate them. Uh, John, one injury stuck uh, kind of like didn't come out, but is out, but is not really out. So... Just got to get your thoughts on Elijah Mitchell. We don't know what the injury is. Could have a stomach bug, could have a knee bug, a foot bug, toe bug. I don't know. But any concerns about Elijah Mitchell being injured? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> any injury. Talk, talk about you're talking it. Talking about he got a hangnail. It's a, it's a concern because you're just Those constantly hurt. seeing this, you know, we, we I hate the term injury prone because I I, I don't buy into that. But what he needs to do is be healthy. Now, does Elijah Mitchell need these reps? No. He's the most veteran running back in our system in the locker room. Now, obviously, CMC's older and played more, but not in our system. Elijah Mitchell's gone through two of these training camps already. So, like, this would be his third. He's been there. It's crazy to say somebody's been through two training camps as the vet in that room. But, no, it, the problem with him isn't him missing reps. It's that Jordan Mason is getting the reps and doing what Jordan Mason does any opportunity he gets, which is smash. Hey, my motto is don't get hurt. Yeah. I know that's easy to say, but because the next yeah. man up is ready. They're fighting for it. They're fighting for it. And I would say probably one of the clearest things that I've like Bobby Turner is back. Jordan Mason wasn't Bobby Turner's guy. No, that was Anthony they, Lynn's guy. Yes. And they asked, I don't know if you saw the one where they asked him, they said, man, what is the potential of Jordan Mason? And he goes, unlimited. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's my best uh, Russell Wilson uh, impersonation. Ooh. Um, anyway, so like the fact that Bobby Lynn is now, or so Bobby Lynn, that, that we're putting Anthony I got Lynn you. We're, we're shorting them together. Now you got both of them saying, this guy, this guy, this guy, and he's doing it on the field. This Jordan Mason train may not be done yet. Any all right, so since we're talking about running backs, Dalvin Cook is being released from the Minnesota Vikings. I I know he'll cost a penny. Let's say he didn't though. Okay. Okay, because that that like we when we think about trading for a player. We, we always, or if he's released, you don't have to trade for him. He'd be a free agent. If nobody picks him up, correct. So he has to clear waivers. That's what's clear happening waivers. now. So Friday, which is today, about 1 p.m. Pacific time, he'll 4 p.m. Eastern, mm -hmm. that's when we'll know if somebody put in a waiver claim for him or not. Yeah. He'll, he'll clear the waivers. And then he becomes a free agent. This is what he wants, too. He wants to be a free agent. Isn't this when players that are betting on themselves – take those weird-ass one-year deals, or am I bugging? No, I think it. you kind of have to. He's 27. <clears throat> and the funny thing is— He's only 27? I think so, yeah. I feel like he's been playing football for 13 years. <laughs> I, mean, I want to make sure. It just seems like it, John. He, he, he does have an injury history as well, but, man, when he's out there, it's crazy. I, I got to paint the— He's about to turn 28. I got to paint the picture, though. Can you imagine— if the 49ers were able to scoop up Dalvin Cook for a one-year deal. It'd be nice. But he'd have to – here's the thing that people don't forget. The player has to agree to come here. Correct. Because, okay, Dalvin, we want you to come play for us. And he's like, don't you have CMC? Yeah, yeah, but you're going to be our number two. I ain't no number two. Ah. Do you? Th but, but at this point and, – and, and for him, he doesn't want to be a number two if he takes a one-year deal. Why? 
Yeah, he's trying to get a prove it deal and then try to get a contract. But at you know he'll be twenty nine that year. It's getting rough, man. It's getting and rough. It's a rough world on these streets for running backs. And Christian McCaffrey's fighting the good fight for all of them. I will say this: there are two running backs. Dalvin Cook might not get touched. I know a lot of people are talking about him, and Ezekiel Elliott. And I think those guys can be running backs on teams as the season gets started and it and it goes. And if yeah. there's a certain injury that happens to one of those running backs, like an ACL injury, you're out or you're trying to make a push, that's when those guys will get a contract. Um, I do think Miami might be in on Cook, but they might not be. They have Mostert. They have they I'll have what they the need. most sense to me personally. Yeah. Because I think they could, yeah, I think that makes the most sense. But would I want Dalvin Cook? Absolutely. He would make all 32 teams in the NFL better. However, wow. if you do bring him, you got to pay him. I don't like that. Two, who are you going to cut? You want to cut TDP? You got him three more cheap years. TDP is, is a great number three or four. That's true, but how do we know he's Dalvin a great number me. three or four? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I believe in the – I liked what I saw from him. He wasn't amazing, but – it wasn't like Trey Sermon bad. Like he showed he could. No, that's play. true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. So I, I like him. Obviously, I would want him on this team, but not if he wanted more than $2 million. If he wants $2 million and he's okay being the number two and understanding that he's the number two, awesome. Awesome. No problem. But with the, that ain't Calvin. With, with the injury to Elijah Mitchell, this helps. And I spelled his name wrong. And y'all didn't tell me that his name was spelled wrong this whole time. Uh, with the in with the injury to Elijah Mitchell, it's nothing serious as we know of yet. Um, but I'm just curious to know if it becomes something more serious, how does this hurt the 49ers? I don't think it does. Okay, because good. if that's the case, you could put him on the pup and save that roster spot. You don't need him to start the year, especially if Jordan Mason's I know, there. Oh, but you do. Like he's so cheap, man. I looked at his contract yesterday. He cost nine hundred thousand this year he's not even a top 53 player 51 rule he doesn't even count against a cap i'm, I'm talking free i'm talking free about player. i'm talking about more from a dynamic perspective because what you choose to do with cmc is one thing but what you can do with a healthy elijah mitchell is another yeah. when yeah. both of them came out when elijah mitchell came back last year like we saw something that we didn't see in a long time like we saw setup we saw sustainability and then we saw Jordan Mason as the closer. We saw a three-headed monster for a short period of time. And you usually don't hear about a three-headed monster. It's always a two-headed monster because there's not that many balls to go around. Pause. Yeah. His best game was when he first came back against the Chargers. That Chargers team was really damn good. That was and they almost game. beat us. I remember. Yeah. I think we had two or three games that were determined by six points or less. That was one of them. And again, Chargers, they're a playoff team, good team. He came out in the second half and just 18 carries, 89 yards, and just freaking thumped. Just thumped. The game changed as soon as he came in. Uh, we haven't seen it a lot, though. We haven't seen it a lot. He's missed a lot, a lot, a lot of time. But he's incredible. He is incredible. I I just – his he has a different type of speed, and, like, I feel like the 49ers are missing that factor. And yeah. so – I like CMC. I like what he does, but he's gonna. To me, he's gonna be over. I'm hoping he's not overutilized. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna overutilize CMC. He's gonna get banged up. He's gonna get a couple of one yard carries, but he he's building his body for that durability, right? But that's where Mitchell comes in because now he hits you with a different speed, especially to the outside, and then you could pound up the middle with with a Jordan Mason. And in my opinion, I feel like TDP is the perfect mixture. Of of Mason and Mitchell, he's like yeah. the combination of the two. So this could be really great for him if the 49ers choose to not go outside their realms, and they also have two guys that they have undrafted as well. So ding ding uh, ding 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 ding. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show. We got about twenty something minutes left, John. I want to talk you about who, potatoes. Okay, who are the leaders? Uh, which kind of potatoes? Red potatoes, white potatoes? They got white. purple potatoes. Yeah, white. I I kind of like white. the red ones. I the South man. It's all good. Idaho, let's go. All right. Who are the leaders of the clubhouse for each position, John? And Ooh. this is going to be interesting, John, because I want to know right now from 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 minicamp, who are the leaders of the clubhouse? Let's start with the quarterback position. We'll go offense to defense. I got my four quarterbacks here. 
Brock Purdy hasn't participated, so I'm not gonna. We gotta have. We have to exclude him. We're gonna exclude the guys. Yeah. That didn't make minicamp. Yeah, it's, Trey it's Lance, Trey Sam Lance, Darnold, the, Brandon Allen. It's, it's Trey Lance with an asterisk, but I do believe Trey Lance earned a lot of stripes last year. I really do. You've heard coach. You've heard players. You've heard Trent Williams, George Kittle. You've heard every single person that has talked because everybody's asking about Trey Lance, obviously. And we saw it at the games. Who was the first person welcoming every freaking offense off the field, every single position, 1,000% of the time? Never missed him. It was Trey Lance out there. Like, you say what you will. If you dislike Trey Lance and you think he's a bust, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. But you can't talk shit on this dude's character. You cannot. I agree. You cannot. And so I think that carries weight. I agree. I feel like Kyle Shanahan made it almost identically even for Darnold and Trey Lance. And their stats were almost identical as well. They, they had the same number of misses. Uh, and, and then it was little differentiations like maybe Sam Darnold, especially on the last day of minicamp, Sam Darnold had two drops where Trey Lance had one drop. Or something like that, but they both had the same completion percentage. Uh, again, we're not padding those stats. That's just kind of what Matt Barrow, shout out to Matt Barrow, he put out there for us to those that want to pad stats. Like, you know, there's just some statistical people out there. Uh, but it's it's good to see what they're doing. I, I don't know. I just still feel like Trey Lance is the leader as of right now. Uh, and I, I thought he had, from OTAs to minicamp, I think he's in the lead. Yeah. I, I know you put the asterisks, but I think he's in the lead. Uh, let's go running backs. Who's going to be the number two running back? Uh, we know CMC is one. So who's going to be spelling CMC as of right now? I mean, it, it would be Jordan Mason. It's the exact same conversation as Brock Purdy. It, it should be Elijah Mitchell. It, if he's healthy, he will get that shot. He's the leader in the clubhouse, no doubt about it. But... He hasn't done it. He wasn't out there at all. So, like, Elijah Mitchell is Brock Purdy in, in this situation. It's the same thing. So, right now, our depth order, the, the depth chart is McCaffrey, Jordan Mason, TDP, Elijah Mitchell? No, Elijah Mitchell's number two. But You still got him, too. Okay. I, I don't think – I think that was more precautionary. Just, like, we know he knows what he's doing. He's he's Again, he's been through more training camps than any other running back we got right now. So it's just different. Facts. He doesn't need it. Facts. So, but I don't know. That's conjecture. Could be really hurt. No clue. No clue. Let's go to the wide receivers. Uh, oh, we know that one ever. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, they're your top two guys. It's, it's, Who's it's winning Brandon that third Ayuk's spot? The top. It's not it's, even. It's not again, close. It's yeah. uh, Matt Barrows. He came out and said Ayuk was the player of training camp, not at the offense, not the, like he was the player of the training camp. Yeah. He's the top dog right now. Like, top yes. dog. Yes. 100%. I, I agree. Uh, again, Debo Samuel would probably be number two. Um, it was good to hear that he owned his mistakes last year. I thought that was really uh, – it showed a sign of maturity him. from this particular young guy. And, Boy, and he's I thought, just so on the cuff all the time. Like, he has cuff. no scripted – He if he had a publicist, the publicist he's, would quit their job. Yeah. Because he's, he's emotional, John. He's well, just real. He he belongs on the show. Like that that's Ugh. it's going to be a real reaction every single time. You don't know which one you're going to get, but whatever you get, yes, real. It, it's it's 100% authentic from Debo Samuel. It can't be like it, he's not this colorful of a personality, but he reminds me so much of Chad Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. It's just you're getting authentic. Like authentic. If he he could not give you a fake answer. If he wanted to, you know, he's like Pinocchio. You know what I mean? Like he's got to tell. Like he's just—I I love him. I, I yeah. love Debo. Love Debo. Uh, I I agree with you. Um, this is Randy Jurgensen's uh order. Oh, All right, shots. Purdy, Lance, Allen. They're picking up Darnold, so it's so cool. CJ uh, Leach wants to know: Do we keep six receivers? Yes, but if you keep six of those, then you're not yep. only keeping three tight ends. You know what I mean? But that's so, like, tough to keep three keep... tight ends, John. I that's know. Some... You got they... it. Like, I don't like the question of – it's a great question. But you always got to play like yes, but <laughs> or no, but. Like I think, I think they keep six, they keep four tight ends, and then they lessen somewhere on the offensive line or something. Okay. I know you don't like it. But that's the butt game. Pause. Yeah. 
It's it's rough. It's let's rough. let's one, let's can we one thing before we go to receivers. Do you remember last year Jawan Jennings was the guy? Haven't he heard a guy. word from him. Haven't, Haven't heard, a heard a word. That's why I'm saying you gave me one. I gave you two. Sorry. Who is the third receiver as of right now? Who has had the best OTA mini the camp most session? Talked about was Danny yes, Gray. Danny Gray. Nobody's talking about Danny Gray. Nobody's talking about him. They're asking about him in pressers. He's getting all the love. They're asking about how much, you know, how, when they asked Debo about Danny Gray, he was like, listen, to come into this system to play wide receiver ain't what y'all think it is. It's something totally different. Because Kyle don't care if you can catch. He don't care if you can get open. He want to make sure you could do the intangibles. That's another show we need to do, the intangibles, right? And that's Kyle. Can you block? And remember, Danny Gray's mantra last year was no block, no rock, right? And so clearly he struggled with blocking. I think he's going to be that much better. Is there a possibility that he jumps up to three over Ray Ray and Jawan Jennings? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. No. You just messed up my whole. I got mad excited. And I would just... like to. I would like it to. Ooh, that hurt me. So that, that was. Sorry. Sorry. No, it was a cool. I will say was... this. Maybe if Trey Lance is quarterback early, you might. Ah. That's... Pairing. Mm. All right, let's go to tight ends because you said it's going to be tough. How many? Six tight ends on the books. Kittle, Warner. We know Kittle's number one. Who's that t- number two tight end, bro? I mean, there's no way you're cutting Law to. He had a big catch for, you know, whatever. And Kittle so, bigged him up too. Crazy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd go Kittle, Latu, Willis, Warner. No love for Dwelly, huh? I love Dwelly, but they cut him last year and nobody wanted him. They'll do the same thing this year. And then they'll bring him back to the practice squad. Yeah, I hope so. And I love – it's not a shot at Dwelly. It's just there's not a market for that. So it was funny when Kittle was interviewed, and we'll go to the uh, offensive tackles, so get ready. Uh, it was funny when Kidder was interviewed, he talked about, you know, there was one tight end he mentioned and he talked about his hands and it was Ross Dwelly. He said, yeah. like, the dude can get open. He said he don't have breakaway speed, but he got some good footwork. And you he can go hands. watch any press conference from Kittle ever, and they're amazing. You will never see him as happy as whenever he talks about Selleck. Do you remember Selleck? And when he talks about Dwelly. Those are his right. Two boys. Those are his two boys. Wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he he loves the back end, uh, the, the backup tight ends guys. Man, he will fight for them. Let's go to the tackles. All right, we know Trent Williams is a solid bookend. I think as of right now, McKivitz is leading. Are you hearing any names of any of the other tackles moving up on that board? Leroy Watson. Really? I had I didn't hear much. Please share. Man, yeah, he was taking all the number two reps at left tackle because obviously Trent's out. Um, shout out to, you know, again, I'm skipping over Jalen Moore, which is probably not nice. They love him at that left tackle spot. He was taking the ones. But Leroy Watson, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this cat, probably not this year, probably not this year, this dude, he's going to be on the active roster next year. I'm t- Probably not this year. He's one more year in the books, UTSA, tight end conversion, Leroy Watson. Remember the name. Remember the name. I like it. I like it. All right, let's go to the uh, centers. Brendo, Feliciano, Ishmael, Corey Luciano, the undrafted kid. I just Nick did a you could put him here too. I like him. Yeah, but I, I did hear a lot. I like Zakel. I think they like Zakel for that spot. I think Zakel will have, would be the number two if Valencia – I don't – man – it's rough. There's a, that's that's the fight. Is this center position? There's five of these bad boys. That's Nick, scary, bro. It is Nick Sakel. They love. They're not letting Nick Sakel go. If the number two today would be Feliciano, but I think Zakel is kind of who they want to win that backup role. Wow. Um, and I can see it though. Uh, you know, pretty much redshirted last year. Uh, was always. He wasn't active, but he was on the active roster, if that makes sense. Like, he was he was a part of the, the main roster. Um, maybe this is it. But they got they got some players. I think with Feliciano, though, he's the wild card piece. So the question is, will he be a backup at center? Probably he'll, he'll be an option for center. Right. Would he be the starting guard? That, to me, 
is interesting because he back, he's the first off the table. He's the Samuel Womack of the offensive line where it. it's three spots. If it's a nickel, he's first. If it's outside corner, he's first. If it's guard or center, he's first. I, I think early on, Valenciano is going to be that guy, but they want Zakil to take over the center role, the backup center role. Got you. Let's go to the defensive side. We're moving along. I told you guys this won't be long. Let's go to the edge rushers. We know that Bosa's the guy, but who has been the top guy of training camp? Everybody's talking about Drake Jackson. They man. talking about Drake Jackson, bro. Muscles. I like what Trent said about him. He ate some weights. <laughs> <laughs> he ate some weights. <laughs> yes. Yes, bro. Yes, Drake Jackson. Defensive tackles. Everybody has been ripping and raving over uh, Javon Hargrave. Um, or is it Javon Hargrave? I got to make sure. It's Javon Hargrave. Spell Javon Hargrave. I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, Eric Armstead obviously looks good. Any other names standing out to you at camp as of right now? One thing that was interesting to me, we have not heard a peep about Kalia Davis. We haven't heard a peep about him. I haven't heard a peep, but I've seen videos. And he looks yeah. good. It looks yeah, good. I'm curious. That that's a tough spot, man. That he's in. We all assumed redshirt role get the job. They went uh, got crazy deep. Well, crazy deep. What what's messing him up is that they stocked up at this position. Yep. And so he's got to beat out like a fan favorite in Kevin Givens, a guy that they brought in like T. Y. McGill that they brought in last year and then re-signed or, or signed him in free agency, brought him back. And then there's you know there's Spencer uh Waggy whose name is has Waggy? Is it it's, Waggy? It's Waggy. Yeah. Oh man, I've been messing that up. Sorry, Spencer. It's okay. Uh or Waggy. It's one of the two. Um I'm from Texas. I I'm gonna go with Waggy. So let's so here's the thing. His name has been a buzz. They said Javon Kenlaw looks good. Kenlaw looks great. Um uh, I'm not talking about physical. Uh, yeah. Look too. I'm talking about in yeah. practice. Yes. Um. And gotta wait till the pads come on. You gotta wait judge. till the pads. I know this is this is pre-training camp. Yes. We're gonna do this again during yes. training camp because yeah. we gotta get to. We're gonna be guessing our 90-man roster anyway. So this is. I mean, our 53-man roster anyway. So this is gonna be interesting. Let's go to the linebackers because I haven't heard. Oh, Greenlaw was he addressing an injury as well? Yeah, he had the thumb issue. It's just okay. Um, yeah, he had like, the surgery, remember? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Hey, no so, thing. I like what he said. He's like, it's just affected me being able to punch the ball. That's like, <laughs> 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 you can't. He's, he ain't ever going to change, and I don't want him to, man. My favorite 49er. My Ka favorite 49er. Kali asked a good question. What about Jason Poe? Um, All I know is when they show old line, 51 is shrunk, shrunk. to everybody else. Yeah, he's tiny. But they love him. Practice squad player of the year on the offensive side. He's tiny. Um, can he play any other position on the offensive line other than guard? He's just playing guard. He's not even taking center snaps. Yeah, I think I think that's yeah, that's where I'm getting. But man, he's fun. My favorite thing about Jason Poe, uh, his first preseason game, he was the highest rated run blocker, lowest yes. rated pass, pass blocker. blocker. Next game, highest rated, highest pass, rated pass blocker, pass blocker. lowest rated run blocker. Like he just gotta, he just gotta figure it out. That's all. He just needs reps. He needs time. He this ain't his year. I'm just going to be honest. This ain't his year. Like, this was always a two-year. Uh, same with Leroy Watson. These are long-term plays, okay? So just he'll get his chance. He'll get his chance. This What's going on, Bryant? Um, all right, let's keep this moving, man. This is pretty fun now that I think about it. Uh, and so who was your linebacker other than Fred Warner? I'm going uh, Marcelino McCrary Ball. That's um, my guy. That's yeah. the guy. Toughest the defensive tackle than linebackers. These are the toughest position groups because Jalen Graham, like if I was sorting this depth chart right now, Jalen Graham would be the last, but there ain't no way. There ain't really? no way they see it that way. Yeah. I feel like I have oh, if you were score I, I okay, I see what you're saying. I think they have Jalen Graham higher than D Winters oh, right time. now. It probably, but the draft capital and all those things would yes, say sir. not yes, so sir. fast. Yes, Th sir. There's there's we, we say this every year. Every Can we year. trade some of these linebackers? Can we trade some? Because it's, it's a possibility. This is tough, man. I want every one of these guys. And my undrafted guy, Moriani, uh Moriano, sorry, Marin, I want him too. He's probably gonna be a practice squad guy, but I love these guys, man. I him and DFF, I don't think have a chance. I don't think DFF has a chance. 
I like this, man. Shout out to Ramilia Sports Report, man. Thanks for joining the stream, brother. We appreciate the support. Let's go to the safeties, man, because haven't heard Hufunga's name yet. Seen him in all the pictures, but there is one safety that they've been talking and raving about. Who's your top guy so far? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's what do they call him Tig. It was his. They nickname, call him right? Tig because he bounced yeah. all over the place like Tigger, Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. I love it. Yeah, it's got to be him, man. Jair Brown, man. Listen, I don't know if he's going to start opposite Hufunga, but what do you think his role would be? Because he is a playmaker, John. I really want those three safety sets. That's what I You talked want. about it. You've been talking yeah, about it. I, I really want that. Where you pull off Dre Greenlaw, which breaks my heart, and you go with one linebacker, you got a four and, one and, six. Yeah. That's what I want. And so I would interesting love that. because I think we'll see different looks because of Steve Wilkes. If Steve Wilkes trusts his guy, this is great for Dre Greenlaw too, because this will help him stay durable, stay fresh, right? Now he don't need to play every snap. He's there. Been, it is his pass coverage has shot up leaps and bounds, but is his pass coverage as good as Jair Brown? Walk Jair Brown. He'll play tough. My favorite clips of Jair Brown are in the goal line where that dude turns into Oklahoma drill. You talk about ball. missile heat seeking. Yeah, no. yeah. Now is he? Can he hit like Drake Greenlaw? No. No. But no. No. In those. I mean, I want three. I want three. I always want three safety sets. I wanted that back when it was Tarvarius Moore, Tart, and Ward. I wanted. yeah, but more got the pick in the Super Bowl was in a three safety set. But Moore couldn't comprehend no, no the no, concept. No. He was no. a good dime backer, and but Moore was the deep, deep, the deep, deep safety. one. I don't want that. I want Hufunga and Brown Box. coming down, and Box. I want the deep as Tayshon. Yes, I want to cover three right there. Corners drop, middle safety, bring down the oh, come on now. We had I'm having fun over here. I got excited. This is gonna be great. Speaking of corners, let's get to the corners, John. Um Diamador Lenore has yes. been the buzz of camp, but give me an unsung hero. Deshaun Jameson. I told y'all about Deshaun. You the mama tweeted. Yo, you were the you you. I, I never thought you. I was in a bad mood, bro. Yo, why? I I tweeted about yo this kid. He drops. Okay, he drops a kickoff return, picks it up and scores a touchdown. You tell me how in the heaven and hell are you not looking at this guy? He's that fast and that He's quick. He just got to hold on to the ball. I could just say this: there have been times over the last four years where I have said ample cuss words because of this young gentleman. And I love him. I love him. I love him. I'm a longhorn. He's a longhorn. Like, he's just a boom or bust guy. Traits off the charts. Incredible. I hope he makes this squad. I'm just telling you, I got a little PTSD. That's all. I got That's you. All. And 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 the, the bad thing, John, I picked that play, which started <laughs> off the PTSD, but it should have... You know, he yeah. finished it. That play was amazing. I I just, I don't know, man. Here's the cool thing, right? That was special teams. He's been playing a good defensive back, okay? Oh, um, he's greedy. It, 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 whenever whenever Wilkes came out and said, I want more turnovers, I, the first thing that hit in the back of my head was Deshaun Jameson. Like, Jameson, he'll get you your turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll definitely I told y'all. <laughs> that's me. That's me, 100%. That's me all day. We'll be driving on like one of our trips, and we'll be having conversations like this. We just talk like this every time. And I swear, man, that dude, full arm swing, too, with every syllable. I told, told y'all. <laughs> every single time, man. I love it. I love it. I love it, yo. I love it. Moses in the building. He says, my boy didn't come see me this Rose. morning. I'm sad. I'm sorry. So, picture, so Moses in town. That picture is fire. Uh, they stopped him and the family. They stopped at a, a, a restaurant um, in New Haven, which is like the, the best breakfast spot I've ever been to in my entire life. I mean, you're going to go there, you're going to eat, and you're going to go to sleep right after. That's how good the breakfast is. It's not like a, a diner breakfast. You eat it, you full, and then when you leave, you hungry again. Nah, when you eat this, it's wholesome. You can tell. Uh, and so I didn't get a chance to meet him because they were like on their way there. And I'm like, dude, Rome's still asleep. I got 
I gotta get Rome up. Like, I gotta get him to school, do this, and I gotta get back and prep for the show. So, Mose, my apologies, bro. Come but see safe, me, Mose. Come see safe me, travels man. to 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 Boston, to Boston, and bring me back, bring me back something with the Celtics on it, since you're gonna be out there. All right, um, kicker. Let's get to the kicker. Yeah, you gotta talk. You gotta talk the uh, the young pup, man. Sixty three yarder. Oh. I mean, after that, do you need to see more? Or... I mean, he's got the job guaranteed no matter what. You've got the other guy just as insurance. But, you know, when he's waived, that trade reverts back and whatever else. But, yeah, maybe you could trade the kicker, but it's probably not going to happen. It's it, it No matter what, it's him. You, you don't draft the second highest drafted kicker in the past decade and cut him. That's why I, I, I was trying to tell people, but they was like, oh, no, it's a battle going on between no. him. And I say, like, what battle? If anything, Zane Gonzalez is getting work to put on film to get to another team. No. No. Usually have two kickers in training camp. Almost always. Hey, I like I like what Jake Moody's doing. He's starting to show. He's starting to build the strength. He's always had the strength, but he's starting to build the confidence. And he's starting to kick some of these longer longer field goals or whatnot. And, and, and he... He's pretty damn accurate. And and I know people, the question is going to be this. The question is, can he do it in a game? That's the first question. The second question is going to be what? Can he do it under pressure? And that under we don't pressure. know. Under pressure. We don't know as of right now. John, that was fun. I feel like our punter is safe and Tabor Pepper isn't going anywhere. So, that was a good exercise. I tell you what, let's go ahead and get to these super chat contributions because they're going to open up some some stuff uh, that we discussed earlier on the show, and I have, I might not have any idea what the hell they're talking about. All right, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> let's start with Jacks Knox. We're going to go in the order that they were received. Falkhorn for everybody. All right, so there it is. Thank you for the touchdown super chat contribution. Seventeen and zero. Our first game. 27 to 3 Niner win period um any any she's been so consistent yeah this we'll leave woman it at that. is unwavering Let's and i it. love it and we're going to be hanging out together for that game so uh, we will we'll be see. together for that game and then she falls she follows back with another contribution and we were talking about our defense and she says look same defense because we going 17 and 0. So yep. shout out to Jacqueline Knox. Uncle Salty's in the building. We were talking about the injury to Elijah Mitchell. He says, not worried about Elijah Mitchell with JP Mason and Winks. Would rather have them both healthy and available, but not going to sweat it yet. Yeah. I was saying the same thing last year about Jeff Wilson when I was like, yes, if you can trade Jeff Wilson for a sixth, you do it. A seventh, you do it. Because I believe in JP. And sure enough, we got a fifth. And JP was better than Jeff Wilson. Very well said. The wonderful, oh. beautiful, vivacious, lovely well, Miss Debbie. And she's doing much better. I finally saw the picture. I saw the pictures on uh, Twitter today. She says, good morning, Wayne and John. Thank you for the contribution, Miss Deb. Uh, blessings to everyone who has joined this morning. I like how she spelled it, too. Morning. Shout out to my 49er surgeon, Matt Miller, for my successful knee. Thank you, Matt replacement surgery on tuesday why does matt miller sound like a football name it does it does i wonder if he played football i know matt millen did but i wonder if matt miller played as well we're glad you're doing well miss debbie it's good to see you're in great spirits thank you for the contribution we truly appreciate it Jax knox is back she says it's my jordan mason time <laughs> consistent man consistent consistent uh, very consistent. I think I I feel like Christian McCaffrey and Jordan Mason should switch numbers so then Jordan could wear twenty three, and then McCaffrey. I don't know why I want McCaffrey to wear two four, but I just thinking the Jordan and then whatever whatever. You know, I they they won't they they won't ever. All right, Collins in the building. He says, "Bing bong." Is that is that what he meant? Fasten your seatbelts. Lights has come on. Now, there we see, go. I, I don't remember what this was too though. I think we said something smart. You did. And then I probably like messed it up. That was my guess. Like me being facetious smart or like a smart ass or like something no. intellectually no, no, no. smart. Intellectually smart. I, they, I don't give out intellectual <laughs> smarts often. So I can never tell when this is happening. <laughs> but thank you, Colin, for the contribution. Brandy Williams is in the building. Thank you for the super chat contribution. She says, keep up the great work we appreciate you b and then jack's 
concludes the contributions. Jair Brown, I called it. You did call it right after me. That's exactly when you called it. I'll leave it at that. But thank you for the contribution, Jax. I, we truly appreciate it over here. John, it's been a great show, man. Uh, I hope you guys like the show. Man. I do. They're, 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 they're very they're awesome in the morning, but they love to come out at night. I, I'm starting to realize that the night shows are better because they, they, they leave it all. They let it all on the table at night. You know what I mean? But <laughs> wait, Uncle Salty says I'm the smartass. When no, I'm, I'm I. Yeah, you are. You are. He is hundred percent every hundred percent. He is. He but is. But the best, Salty. I see Lake City Fresh. I see you in there, man. What's Lake City is in the building. What's going on, family? It's playing Breezy, the phone nine preach. Yo, John, I'm so excited about the song that we're going to be releasing. Uh, and hopefully I'll be doing a music video for uh, during the, the weekend of the Dallas game. So I'm going to try to do it. you want me music. like to do the robot like in the background? That would like, actually be fire. I'm just going to give you that if you would like that. I'm just that saying would, that's my That would be fire now that I think about it. Because I can't even do the robot. My job, <laughs> oh, I can't either. I I'm, can't like, I'm like Vicky from Small Wonder, bro. Like, <laughs> What's going on, Marcus? Listen, we had a great show. John's going to take us out very shortly. John, I know you're headed out. You're about to travel. You got anything planned for the faithful while you're out in Vegas? Man, so I want to – I'm meeting with some uh, old coaching buddy, so going to talk football like crazy. But uh, I'm excited because this is kind of my last little break, whatever, before the move. And I'll be up in the Bay Area in no time, which I'm excited. We don't have a house yet, but uh, that's just a detail. You don't need a house. You could just tailgate yeah. every week and live out of the trailer, U-Haul, tr whatever it is you're going to be doing. Don't tempt me. Don't okay. tempt me. Don't, no, tempt don't me. do that because uh, I need John – and and Mrs. Chapman is not gonna want that. So like no. that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that right here. Sorry, John. Take us home, baby. Man, this was awesome, Wayne. Thank you. Uh, the community, thank you. And I'm excited. So many good things ahead. And until next time, love you guys. Stay strong, faithful. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.